You are listening to the sermon stream of the Mulvane Church of Christ in Mulvane, Kansas. Subscribe in your favorite podcatching app or find and listen to any sermon online at mulvanechurch.com sermons. Let's read from 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. We're going to read verse 5 and down into uh, verse 8. For our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with full conviction, just as you know what kind of men we proved to be among you for your sake, you also became imitators of us and the Lord, having received the word in much tribulation with joy in the Holy Spirit, so that you became an example to all the believers in Macedonia and Achaia. And the word of the Lord has sounded forth from you, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but in every place your faith toward God has gone forth, so that we have no need to say anything. And then into verse 9, for they themselves report what kind of reception we had with you. Paul says, your story is so well known, those people are telling us what happened when we were here. When we were with you, they know that story. And so, yeah, you know that story too, but let's remember it for a second. Paul had said back in verse 4 that you were beloved of God, brethren, and his choice was of you. And the way you knew that was the power of the gospel. The gospel came in power and of the Holy Spirit with full conviction. So it came with the power of miracles when they brought it to Thessalonica as the early gospel was accompanied by such things. It also came with full conviction or some translations might say, with full assurance. The apostles who taught it were fully assured. The brethren who believed it, they were fully assured. And Paul says, you know we, were, we had this kind of conviction and assurance because you know how we live. We live by this gospel, a gospel that doesn't prove itself out in the lives of the people isn't really the gospel at all. That's the bad seed. Uh, that's the good seed and bad soil, let me say. That's the good seed and bad soil that it only sprung up for a little while, didn't change much. So we, you know how, what we proved to be. And then you, you did that same thing. This gospel changed you. That, that was the power in it too, that you became imitators of us and the Lord. So you saw us following the Lord in this gospel, and you followed the Lord in this gospel, and you received the word in much tribulation with the joy of the Spirit. So every worldly thing and outward thing Every circumstance said, this is bad news. This leads to persecution. This leads to trouble. Uh, this, uh, this, this isn't worth it is what the devil's trying to prove to you. But they received it with the joy of the Spirit. They received it in tribulation. And they were then ex- examples to other believers. So the Thessalonians were examples to the people in Macedonia and Achaia. That's most of what we now call Greece. They're south of uh, Thessalonica. And the word of the Lord has sounded from you. So you're examples to the believers and you made sure the other people were believers because you were. So you helped. This is how much the gospel changed you that you made sure other people heard this too. Not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but in every place, your faith toward God has gone forth. So we have no need to say anything. So when if we, if we just started to mention things of Thessalonica, those people then start telling us, verse 9, what kind of reception we had among you. And so their story of belief, of faith, of conviction, of joy, 
in spite of persecutions, was well known. Now, we know a little bit of that. In the book of Acts, there's some hints, right? Uh, we think about uh, the Apostle Paul, that uh, he was in Berea, Acts 17. And what were the people in Berea? More noble-minded because they did what? They studied the word daily. They searched the scripture daily to see if it was so. But in that comparison, the Bereans, the noble-minded Bereans, were more noble-minded than whom? Those of Thessalonica. And so in Thessalonica, there was this big group of people who were opposed to the word. They were so opposed to the word that when the Bereans started to accept it, they sent people down to Berea to persecute in another town. Right? That's Acts 17, the first 15 verses or so. So what about those few true believers in Thessalonica? What did they have to live with and contend with on a daily basis? The non-noble-minded from the synagogue. The persecutors who would go to another place from the synagogue. And yet, what were the Thessalonians? They were real believers. They were joyful believers. They were imitators of the Lord and of the apostles type believers. They were examples to others of a type of believer. And Paul says, everybody knows your story. And that's the power of the gospel. Yes, a lot of people in your town, your synagogue was full of them. People who rejected the gospel did not nothing to do with it and persecuted those who believed it. But that wasn't you. And so you, you faithful remnant, as it were, you, you faithful little band of Thessalonica, we are joyously glad for you. And everybody knows the story of your faith because it is such a shining example. And why? Because God chose you and God loves you. You are the chosen and beloved of God. So this is the power of the gospel for them that believe it. So that's our short study from the Thessalonian letter tonight. Tonight, if you need to confess that same kind of faith these uh, beloved believers had in joy and tribulation and in troubles, you need to confess that same faith in Christ, come do so. Or you need to confess sin to come back. We offer the invitations we stand and sing. Thank you for listening to this sermon from the Mulvane Church of Christ. Additional sermons and information available at mulvanechurch.com. Come see what a difference the Bible way makes.